0: Welcome to the Brain Hickey podcast. Resources for marketers and entrepreneurs to help you leave a long-lasting mark on your audience. What I call a brain hickey. I'm your host, Adam Bensman. Hey, welcome back to the Brain Hickey podcast. Today, we are talking about using email to drive referrals for your business. Now, email is free. Well, essentially free. If you run a business, you're paying for email automation software to some degree, whether it's MailChimp or Drip or ActiveCampaign or Infusionsoft, you're you're using email in some capacity. If you're not, you're on the wrong podcast. So we're going to talk about how do we use our email list to get referrals where it sounds authentic and i'm going to give you some strategies but before we dive into those strategies we're going to kind of talk about the backbone of leading up to that point where you ask for a referral um, it's almost as important as the referral ask itself you know people use the analogy all the time and i like it you know dating and marketing if you're if you're marketing you're going to be dating you're going to be courting them you're going to be opening the door treating dinner all before you getting to know someone before you ask to marry him right you're not going to on go the first date and say hey will you marry me So there's that courting process, and we have to kind of do the same thing with our customers before we dive in and start asking for the referrals. And that's where some of the the shortfalls happen, right? People read some program or whatever, and they just want to jump in off the get-go and say, I'm going to start driving referrals, and I'm going to do this, this, and this. But they didn't quite build the framework for that to succeed. Similar analogy to those of you that have ever gardened, right? You're not just going to... take some seed and put it in the ground and expect miracles right you got to work the soil and build the foundation of the soil of your grow medium before your 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 plants are going to flower so let's jump in to the first piece you need to wow your customers from the get-go And an easy way to do this is by using email. Now let's say you've got a sales process if you're in the service industry. Maybe there's different stages of your working relationship, right? There's like the contract, and you're getting to know each other, and then maybe some orders are being placed. But keeping that customer up to date throughout the process, especially using automation, is huge. Now I've helped do this for people in the in-home sales industry. I've helped them do it in the bicycle industry, helped them do it in the legal context. What you need to do is, is wow the customer through communicating valuable insights into the whole process, right? It's the same reason that we all get excited when we order shoes online you know, on Zappos or something and you get that email like, hey, your order has shipped. Other, They don't really need to tell you that, they place the order, you see it went through in your credit card, it's gonna sh- show up in the mail in a few days, but as humans, we we love to know these things, right, so cool, if they got my order, it shipped, that's the first confirmation. And then you're if you're as nutty as I am, you go and you click the shipping link, even though they told me in the email, two day shipping, I still click, <laughs> I wanna know when they're gonna get here. And that's just, again, it, it's the way people are and if you're not like that just know that there are a lot of people that are like that in fact most people i talk to and i say hey do you check uh uh, shipping updates on products you order they say yes but it won't change when the order is going to get there so keeping people in the loop makes them confide in you trust in you have confidence in your brand your service and we need to start using email again through automation or otherwise to wow the customer through the experience. Now, using automation, you can use the autoresponder to manually put a new customer into a certain sequence when they purchase from you. And it could be automated, it could be manual, and it should trigger emails at certain points. Again, either automated or manual. But wowing those customers up front is is paramount, why are they gonna give you a referral? They, they need to be blown away with service, right? They, they need to say, hey, this company is great. I actually am inspired to tell others about it. It takes a special person to give a referral. They are literally uh, a brand ambassador, which um, I just wrote a blog about brand ambassadors and brain hickeys that you can check out at brainhickey.com slash blog. All right, so the second thing we need to do is be personal. Now, I don't know if it's legal or not for me to read this, so I'm gonna avoid it, but My wife ordered some natural deodorant from a company online. Their email copy was mind-blowingly amazing. I loved it, right? Their website is super simple. They don't have much about their story online, but what they do have is a killer email campaign. So the first email comes through and it's from like the founder. I forget his name, right? The president of the company, small company that does these natural deodorants. And it says, James just received your order in the warehouse. In the office, jump for joy. Uh, You know, songs are playing in the background as we raced over and hand-selected your deodorant stick. Open the cap, sniff to confirm the scent of lavender was ordered, and then we hand wrapped it in our perfectly shaped boxes. And bo- so anyway, you know, and I'm going off memory here, but the point is, they told this really funny theatrical story. They dropped names of people in the company, and it was from the the owner of the company, the president of the company, is who the email was from. So now it's not just an email coming from like shipping at or order info at. It was from a real person. And it was a personal fun story. And I've told so many people about this and I don't care about deodorant sticks. But I thought it was a really profound thing because it got some buzz talking. And my wife shared that email with me and she shared it with some friends. uh, But for copyright reasons, I don't wanna share the whole thing for them. But super, super awesome and it was personable. Now here's the other reason, and I'm gonna give you kind of an insight once we dive into the strategy side of why we wanna be personal. When someone gives a referral, they often want the referring person to have the exact same experience as them, right? So if you go to a restaurant you say, oh my gosh, the sushi at this restaurant was incredible. I need to tell my best buddies about this restaurant. And you tell them because you want them to have the same experience as you. There's always a selfish motive in giving a referral. And it might be joyous to spread the word and spread the wealth or whatever it is, but there's always some sort of selfish motive. We want someone to experience the same thing that we did because we like to share things, right? Which I guess is selfless in and of itself. But the point is they want to assimilate their experience. So if we create a uniform experience when they give the referral, then the next person has it. And then it creates some sense of virality. Now the problem is when there's an inconsistent experience on people that makes that referral stop and then you get a bad review. So we want to create that consistency. Again, this is a place where automation can help. Now, the other reason to be personal is giving a referral, oftentimes the referring party wants the company to know. So not long ago, I referred another couple, some very good friends of mine, to my accountant. And he reached out and he thanked me And I felt really glad, like, hey, I'm really glad that Barry knows that I referred a couple to him. It made me feel good that he personally knew versus an anonymous referral. So oftentimes when people give referrals, they want the company to know. Now, have you ever had someone say, hey, oh, you love my shoes? I got them at the shoe store. Go in there and tell them Mike sent you. Everyone wants to put in that plug, right? Tell them I sent you. People want that acknowledgement to give the referral. So when you start to use email automation and you create the emails or the the customer experience has a personal touch or an individual that they're dealing with, there's a higher likelihood of referrals because... It's personal. I can give the referral. They I can say, hey, let her know Adam sent you or Mike sent you or whatever it is. All right. So that's enough about why we need to be personal. Now the third thing we gotta do is the obvious. This is like as obvious as it gets. You need to ask. So many people, especially when I was training in-home sales companies, they never asked for referrals. And it kind of blew my mind, right? If you're sitting in front of a customer, Why wouldn't you ask and this is again an in-person you literally have nothing to lose it is free and it takes two seconds And most people don't do it. So the first thing you just start doing is doing it And again through email makes it super easy, especially through automation So you just got to do it and so many people are not using email this way and it's silly to me What do you have to lose now? This is one of those times you can blow The whole open rate and response rate and all that junk out of it. it doesn't matter if you are asking for referrals and a few people respond, that's a few more sales than you didn't have. And better yet, let's say it goes viral like it did with Dropbox. And if you remember jumping on Dropbox when they were new, I forget the amount, but if you shared the email with a friend and you invited someone to Dropbox, you actually got additional storage for free. And it was one of the most successful uh, referral incentive programs in, in internet company history. It was phenomenal. And we're going to talk about kind of why that worked here in a second so first thing you got to do is just start asking for those referrals and again the best thing to do is through automation you can manually drop someone in after they've purchased or after you're done service servicing them um, or it can be completely automated like hey they they ordered a product online or they bought something from my membership site or my class and then it'll ask for referrals later on so number four is incentivizing and this doesn't work for everybody i've got an, a client Who's an attorney and we can't ask we can't incentivize for referrals it's not legal and it's not ethical same with the insurance industry but other industries if you especially if you're in sales uh, there is definitely an opportunity to incentivize now one thing i did for in-home sales companies was incentivized for appointments and it's important to incentivize in the right way and i'm going to only touch on this briefly because i could spend a good two hours talking about this concept But uh, referral incentives need to follow this form. They need to be positive, immediate, and certain. Okay? Positive, immediate, and certain. They need to give something that will make someone happy, just positive. They need to happen right away, and they need to be certain. If you refer someone and this happens, it's measurable something good happens to you. And some people, especially in sales, say, hey, you tell someone that, you know, if you bought a car for me and they come buy a car for me, I'll give you whatever. Who cares if they buy? That's the salesperson's responsibility. What we want is appointments. We want leads. I am way more likely as a consumer if I know that I could send you just, let's say, a friend of mine to talk to and I get 25 bucks or whatever the number is. I'm going to send you that friend. But if you said, hey, I'm going to pay you $100 if I sign a contract for new windows in my house, then I'm going to tell you about my friend and I have to wait till you go through your whole sales pitch and sales cycle. And I have no idea if my friend's going to buy from you. And I may or may not get that 100 bucks. But if I'm certain that once you tell one, two, or three people and you set appointments and I get 25 bucks per appointment or per lead or whatever it is, I'm going to send you those because I get an immediate reward. It may not be as enticing, but it's immediate. We love immediate gratification. So make sure your incentives are incentivized properly. And if you're, let's say you're selling an online course, you know, forward to three friends and get, you know, this feature unlocked or whatever it is, just make it simple, make it positive, immediate, and certain. But using incentives in there can be super powerful motivators to give a referral. And please do not sound cheesy. You got to be authentic. Hey, let's say they bought Uh, some clothes from your online store, and you refer a friend and you each get a coupon, right? And there's something to be said also about altruistic incentives, meaning both the referrer and the referee both get uh, a reward. So use some incentives if you can, get creative, keep them positive, immediate, and certain. All right, number five, make it easy. I cannot even tell you how much fun I've had in the in-home sales industry that I that I used to be very, very involved with looking at different companies' referral programs. They had these, I kid you not, it's like a page and a half disclaimer on their website of how to participate in the referral program and all the terms and restrictions and all this junk. And it took me a good five minutes to go through. And I wasn't even a customer. And I, I was like, y- I have to jump through these hoops to give you business. One of them, and I'll never forget, literally said, Referrals are only accepted on this online form. Now, I don't know about about you, but I would take a referral if it was written on a dirty tissue. If someone is willing to say, hey, I loved working with Adam, I don't care what you have to write on. I don't care if I get a text at two in the morning. The point is, someone is happy about my service so much that they wanted to tell someone, and this person wants to give me money. (laughs) I mean, you got to just really look at the program you're building and make it easy. So if you're sending an email, let's say, and you say forward to a friend, cool, that's a button and then they have to enter an email or what if it's a landing page or what if it's tag a friend, just just find the simplest, lowest friction way that works for your product, your service and your platform for sales to just make it easy. Whether it's unique tracking codes or hey, just call our office, get in the mind of like you're out and about in your busy day and your phone beeps in your pocket, it's an email. You open it up and it's the company that you just bought from just got a product or service and you love them and they said, hey, Mike, it was so great to work with you. Here's a quick update on everything, blah, 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 personal little note and if you were satisfied with services we'd love if you could refer a friend family member coworker, or neighbor and let them know that we're here to do blah 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 whatever services you are what would make it easy for you to participate in that moment when you're literally walking up the escalator in your office with your phone out right do you click a button do you call them do you text them do you forward it whatever it is find that secret sauce for you and there's really no silver bullet but just make it easy all right this brings us to our closing point which is you gotta be different. Now I was in, I'll never forget, there was a natural medicine practitioner I saw years and years ago, and in his office had a sign that said, the greatest compliment we can receive is a referral, and I thought, how cute. And then I was at a dental office in Madison, Wisconsin, saw the same thing, the greatest compliment we can get is a referral. So marketing 101, is there a call to action? No. (laughs) Is there any way to participate? No. Now we're leaving it up to me to remember that I was happy with my dentist, tell my friend, and then he has to remember to call the dentist to make an appointment. No, 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 no. We need to be different. And again, this pairs with the the previous point of making it easy, right? We don't want to leave it to get lost in the mind of the customer, whether or not they're going to take action. So there needs to be an actionable item, a call to action that says to give us a referral or participate in a referral program in three easy steps, or click here to give a referral, whatever it is. Make it easy and be different. Do something unique to your brand, to your vision, to your purpose. If you're in a lifestyle industry, give out a gift that enhances the lifestyle of the referring party, right? If you're in the spa business, give out something that is spa-like and relaxing and rejuvenating. If you're, you know, let's say in a self-help world, give away a book, either a book you wrote or a book that's helpful for someone. But I will tell you this, if you can automate it, do it. It's so much easier. So you can automate like a coupon code that goes out or maybe they jump onto a landing page and fill out a quick form, literally just sending an email address or something. But make it super easy. Be different. And, and again, automate if you can. Now, if you're in a, a sales cycle or, or a business with maybe high ticket sales and Handful of customers do something really unique. Maybe you're not going to be doing something that's automated because your average transaction price is $15,000. Do something handcrafted to that individual. Now, I had a builder that referred us when I was in the in home sales company, a little over half million dollars in a year and change, right? It's a a lot of sales. So, some of the little things I did for him here and there were very, very personalized. For example, I, I got him a pass for 18 holes of golf at this really nice golf course uh, for him and, and a friend and you know extra cash to spend on food and drink in the clubhouse so do something personable but automate so using emails to drive referrals i'm going to do a quick recap here wow your customers throughout the entire experience from start to finish automate as much as you can and again use email number two be personal right write write emails from an individual and create a personal experience with the brand. It's easy with a small brand, it's harder when you get into a, you know, 10, 20, 40, 100 person company, but it is absolutely doable. Number 3, you got to ask for the referral. If you're not doing it already, build it in and automate it when that customer is complete. Remember to only start asking for referrals after you've given value. Number 4, incentivize if you can. Again, only do this if it's legal or ethical in your industry. But give some reason for them to give you a referral. Maybe it's a coupon or a discount in the future or a gift or movie tickets or something relevant to your brand. Number five, make it easy. Remember, put yourself in, that, in their shoes. You're running out and about, okay? You're in between appointments. Your phone dings in your pocket. You pull it out. How are you gonna take action? What's the lowest friction, easiest way to give an incentive? Uh, and number six, be different. Don't put up a sign that says the greatest compliment we can get is a referral. Have a call to action, do something different, and make it fun. And that's all we got for today's podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening. Access all your supplementary podcast goodies at brainhickey.com. Don't forget to click subscribe for new episode alerts. And hey, if you like what you hear, leave us a review. This is Adam Bensman signing off the Brain Hickey Podcast.